Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Astros go up in the World Series. They've won three games. Uh-oh. But they get to go back home. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. I'm sitting here with Trev and Jake and BBD producing in the corner. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. Code John Boy Playoffs get you 10% off any ticket, whether you've used the code before or not. The Astros win the pivotal, pivotable, the pivotal fifth game. They need to win one more and they get to go back home and try to do it for game six. And we got a good fifth game. I mean, I think a lot of people are talking about how this World Series has been really good because there's been some historic stuff. But I think really game one and game five have been the most complete good games. And I'm excited to hear you recap that for us, Jake, in the fashion of a burn. Hmm. Let's just get right to it. A pivotal game five in Philly. Kate's hubby, Justin, looking for his first World Series win for the Astros as Thor and the Phillies would try to Ragnarok their way to their third win in this series. Top one, Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve, leadoff double and a little E from Marsh. Look at the side of this kid's Pena. Jeremy with the RBI single. Four pitches and five minutes removed from Meek Mill and the Philadelphia Fanatic on a quad in the outfield, and it's 1-0 Astros. But what a beautiful sight for Philly fans as Schwarby parks one. 1-1 after the leadoff big boy goes Dong City. It stay that way until top four. Jeremy tried to seduce me. The kid does it again as the Astros take the lead. They tried to sneak one more out of Noah. Justin Verlander survived, got out of a bases loaded jam at that Castellanos at bat, five innings pitched, one earned run for him in the eighth. Jordan gets the RBI ground out. It's three to one. I don't know. Gene, Gene Segura with the RBI single. We got a runner on third, less than one out. Oh no. Presley puts them down houston takes game five three to two and they take the series three to two in philly oh my eek eek that burn brought to you by rap soto if you like baseball one you've come to kind of a good podcast named appropriately for you also maybe you all want to coach it or you have a kid that wants to you know further his baseball career and you want to get more into the data rap soda will do that for you and they're giving like a legit discount if you're a coach you're you got some little leaguers you know you build a uh, a, a batting cage in the woods in your backyard in Connecticut and you want to like dial it up with some cool tech rapsodo.com slash John boy. You will receive a special discount up to a thousand dollars off for the hitting and pitching 2.0 units. This gives you the pitching velo, the spin rate, the exit velo, all the information that you need to uh, get better. I want it in the warehouse. They say it doesn't pick up blitz balls. I think it will pick up blitz balls. I want it in the warehouse because I need to know your spin on that slider, Trev. Your first blitz ball battle two happened yesterday, game two of the blitz battle two, and Trev, your first strikeout is some of the best pitching, I think, 
in one singular at bat, just to let you know. And I want the Rapsodo numbers for it. So Rapsodo, I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to go to rapsodo.com slash John Boy. I'm going to receive up to $1,000 off. And it's going to work on Blitz Balls. I promise it will. Mm. Thank you for that compliment, James. I dominated that game last night. Well, Joe's got two hits off you. I was a little rusty on the mound. I hadn't picked up a blitz ball since I was sprayed with champagne in the warehouse. The first blitz battle, 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 battle. Is it safe to say this game was bookended by uh, game altering plays in center field with with Marsh misplaying in the first inning and Chaz McCormick running down that real Mudo would be double at the end. Now, Presley's been on fire. So if that double lands, I'm not saying the Astros tie it up, but or the, the Phillies tie it up. But those two plays were of, of high importance. If you look at like the like runs expectancy or I don't know, impact chart of them. We were talking about that before. I mean, I think this is more of a another way that the Astros just kind of dominate baseball in all facets. Like they're just able to do things like defensively. We don't ever talk about how good they are. You know, if you look at the DRS stuff around, around the diamond, like they're just good. They're better than other teams at it. They position better. So Marsh, I don't think could get to that ball um, off the wall. So you can't really fault him for that. Yeah. He booted it uh, and allowed uh, Altuve to get to third base, but Payne gets the single anyway. I know the infield was drawn in, but. Or were they drawn in at that time? I forget. Yeah. They were. So, I mean, you can't really fault him there. I think really it's it's Mancini's play and then, yeah, McCormick going up and getting it. And you just tip your cap to both of them. I mean, Mancini's was really interesting because in an earlier in the game or in a, in a different game, like he probably wouldn't be playing no doubles in that situation. And that's what he was doing. Running on first base, you're holding him on. That's kind of what you do there in that situation. You you don't even really get off the base. You just turn to the hitter because you're guarding the line the whole time. And Schwarber smoked that thing. And that ball kind of caught Mancini, but he got his body in front of it. He was going to knock it down no matter what. Um, but that one was – that was the play that I, I gasped at. I think everyone did. It was uh, – and especially for him coming into the game late, you know, coming in for Guriel. Like, yeah, if Guriel makes that play. We're like, yeah, he's a gold-glove guy. Like, he – Obviously, but Mancini coming into the game late, like the slow mo kind of reaction was was pretty cool. But again, the Astros just they can do it all, man. Homers, timely hitting, defense, pitching, whatever you need, bro. I mean, baseball wise, this this game was as even as you'll see a baseball game. I I think you know if we went through the top ten pivotable moments, uh, I think maybe six of them go Houston's way, but. Um, uh, the only thing in hindsight that really that really gets my goat after it, because this this was an awesome game. Uh, I was what, streaming with the We Got Ice Boys, who, you know, they on, on the John Boy media spectrum, you know, on the sk- silly scale, they're ringing in a 10 out of 10. They were almost like nervous to be in there, like watching this game. Uh, but it was so good, and they ended up so so locked in and talking. Hey guys, BBD here. Uh, basically, we got Ice Boys were nervous to do the stream. They did great. You as a chat did great. Go check out the live streams. You've been doing all playoffs. Uh, our recording software crashed during this, so that's the point Jake was making. And uh, yeah, Cindergard, they left him in too long, and Jake is going to pick up that point now. Cindergard was in this game to go three innings, um, and he 
he kind of did his job at, after the Altuve double that Marsh turned into a triple and Pena hit, which by the way, you know, I think a lot of us were starting to say like, Oh, is Noah even going to get out of this first? He gives you three innings. He looks pretty solid doing it. They leave him in for one more batter, uh, to, to try to sneak the righty out of him and pain. You gets a hit gets the Homer gets the Homer. And then Connor Brogdon comes in and he had the best outing for the Phillies, two innings, five K's. So you, you, you deviated from your game plan just a little bit for one more batter. Like Brogdon was up in the pen getting warm. He's got that change up. So, you know, you're probably saving that for the lefties. But if you're going to get him up and get him in and Noah Syndergaard did his job in this bullpen performance you're looking for, he's only thrown three innings once this postseason. Everything else has been shorter. That one is gonna haunt you. You know, there's like the that that marsh not getting the runner home from third like that's physical and that's baseball presley presley comes in and he's been awesome you know mccormick makes that catch uh mancini makes that play the one that would just absolutely uh be sickening with me today would be sending noah back out there for one more batter uh but that's part of the philly trying to push and get everything out of their pitching that's the pressure it puts on you and i i mean i think that's the difference man I mean, yeah in real time i think everyone was thinking that as well like why are we why is he back out here he got him through three you have somebody warm a clean like starting with the clean inning is usually preferable to anybody i don't think any reliever tells you they want to just come in with with trash on the bases you know so definitely a perplexing decision um, I do want to touch on that Marsh AB because they get there, get to the Astros, uh, have a runner on third base, less than two outs. They're down by one run. You just got to touch outfield grass. You know what the deal is. And Marsh just had a bad at bat and a bad game plan. He went up there trying to jump them. I think he swung through the first two pitches, both sliders, and it was just the game plan wasn't there. And at that point, when Presley gets the K, it was like you almost felt like that was their moment. In, in in my mind, I know McCormick makes the catch with JT in the last last inning, and we have Bryce coming up and all that stuff, which we'll get to later. But that at bat right there, you you, you gotta tie the game. You just gotta find a way to get it done in the World Series. And I know it's Presley on the mound. I know he's filthy, uh, but it looked to me like just the approach wasn't there and sometimes that happens man sometimes the moment gets big and you you get big and and the best hitters the guys that can drive in runs they don't have that in them they stay cool calm and collected in those situations and they just find a way to get it done marsh didn't i i gotta give a lot of credit to presley i mean those pitches were in the zone the second pitch uh, i just watched it back but the first pitch actually is a pitch that he should hit. I don't think that was Marsh's pitch. I don't think that was Marsh's pitch. It was up. No, the first one is, uh, is, um, in the zone 88 kind of spinning. It was, it was a good, it was a good hit a fly ball to right pitch. Um, and I think that was Marsh's original intention. That second pitch, that was the dagger. Cause he, he bounces one and Marsh swings through it. And you're, you know, his, his goal going into that pitch was don't go down. Oh, two. 
and he went down 0-2. Yeah, this, the second pitch was Presley's nastiest pitch. It goes under the zone. The third pitch, I think, is a called strike, and he yeah. swings over it. Jake pointed this out on the stream last night. Marsh is younger than Pena. Yeah, he's young. You know, it's just a big spot for him. And and uh, Presley's been so impressive. It's 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 the way that he went after the balls. Like his hands weren't ever like inside. He was out in front of everything. You you gotta like trust yourself to let the ball travel in that situation. He just didn't. I mean, that's yeah. kind of that's he's doing a lot with him. But but it's nasty. Presley just it, go it's at him. Nasty. Especially. There's no doubt about it. But that's I mean that's. That's the game right there. You tie the game up. You you're in that situation. You just gotta touch the outfield grass. Just hit a fly ball. Anything. And the the other the, the other thing going on there is with the runner on first. You're also doing anything to not hit into a double play. I, I know we were feeling that. I'm sure Marsh was feeling that as well. Um, I know we were half joking about it, and I'm I'm not gonna give an A Rod speech on it, but. Man, if, if the kid ever had a bunt in him, I mean, I, I know it's World Series game five and everything on the line, but everything you just said, Trev, if you were able to get a bunt down and stay out of the double play, because you also had to make sure Schwarber got his shot, like him striking out wasn't the end of the world because you brought up the bad man. You brought up Schwarber. You had to give him a chance if you weren't going to get it done. He's the nine hitter. He's 24. I, I know you got to hit a fly ball or chopper or something, and he didn't do that. You also just could not hit a double play because that would have been series over. But I, I don't know. I, again, I, you do have to come back to Presley, man. He's He's been a bad dude. All those Houston pitchers, JV got out of bases loaded. That Castellanos at bat to get him through five, I mean, how awesome was that? This this game felt like three games. The the day itself for me th- felt like three days. It was I was reliving it on the subway. I got stuck underground for a little bit, kind of scary, and I was just reliving all of it and eyeing up the other guy on the train. Like, would he kill me? He would have. So uh, it was a lot of a lot of heavy talks. I'm happy for Verlander. I mean, and, and man, he gets out of the inning. In the second, and bases loaded in the second. Schwarber had already popped the home run in the first, which was huge coming off the no-hitter. Just to, you know, let's just get this over with, not do that again. And they were down one nothing on the play, and Schwarber pops the homer. So Verlander goes, um, Segura single first pitch. He walks the two lefties, Marsh and, and Schwarber, get, you know, selective to them. I actually love the way he used his curveball in this game. It was, I think he only threw under 15 of them, but I think he had four or five first pitch, just get me over curves. And then, and then a couple on two strikes for show to set up the next pitch. I, well, that was kind of nice, but that Hoskins at bat to strike him out with the bases loaded there. I mean, that was a little bit of the game. I turned to Katie. My wife was on the couch with me who doesn't give a shit at all. And I said, Hey, this is a big at bat. And she said, Oh, I don't, I don't care. It's okay. I'll watch though. She was in the chat last night. She was she fell asleep early and she was in the chat, like being super weird. I yeah. Why don't do that. Embarrassing. Real weird. Yeah. Okay. That runs in the family, huh? Well, except for James. Nah, he's fucking weird. Yeah, he is weird. I like it in, in a good way though. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but that that I felt good for I felt happy for Verlander. I mean, I hate the narrative of like guy stinks in the playoffs. Um, because the more the better you are in the regular season, the easier it is to get that narrative in the postseason, you know, when you're that next level of player we always talk about. So the whole he's never gotten a World Series win, at least that's can't be said anymore. And that uh that that Hoskins at bat, you know, it was interesting because this is the second inning. Uh, and he got jumped by Schwarbo, and he's heard all those conversations recently. And you've got bases loaded, Reese, and man, getting to the emotional side of baseball, like Justin Verlander staring at Reese Hoskins, knowing that if he throws one meatball, like his a lot of his legacy, people would always throw that in his face, World Series wise. I knew he was going to get nasty on Reeser, um, and and he ends up punching his ticket. Um, uh, on that final slider, which uh, that slider he found that your those curveballs to start off at bats and a couple finishing ones were nice, but that kind of ninety mile per hour quick down slider is really what got him through the rest of this game. That was kind of his win pitch um, when he needed a big one. And man, that Castellanos at bat was so so good, um, and good for JV getting through the five. Well, that slider, he said that the rain, the rain out helped him because it allowed him to have a bullpen session in between to tinker and work on stuff and and build up the arm or whatever he needed to do. Maybe it was help with that slider. But he said that the rain out helped him. So, you know, Phillies were enjoying that. that. Ended the Castellanos a bet, right? What's that? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a great one, but it worked. Saying it was, it worked. Castellanos battling up there. I think it ended up being a ten pitch at bat. Really good at bat. He ended up taking some good pitches down and away like um but he gets there and he's battling battling valley sees that thing come out top of the zone and in his mind that's a fastball and he's got to get on top of it you know or, or try to get to it and then it's just got a little wrinkle in it wasn't a good pitch like you said but it's how it came out and where he thought initially he thought it was a fastball just so just a little out in front just a little bit um you know, off the barrel, if you will, pops it up. But yeah, Verlander shakes some jams and, and he looked good. And again, it's just like this Astros team knows so many different ways to beat you. Like they can just gut you, dude. And like mm. you think you have a chance and then they they figure out a way to get it done. I think I think Dusty did a great job with his bullpen yesterday. I mean, I thought there were some questionable calls by Thompson with his bullpen, bringing Sir Anthony in when he did was interesting because it left the end of the game open. I know it didn't matter. And they got the, the guys got the job done there at the end, but I thought the only reason he brought him in there, cause he brought him in. And I think it was like six, seven, eight, nine were the first batters he faced. And we were talking, this guy needs to go at least two innings. Um, so it was interesting to bring him in in that, in that uh, setting. But I think he got up when Alvarado had some trouble earlier or in the inning prior. And I think after that toppers, like, I'm just going to put him in. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get him hot and then sit him down, blah, blah, blah. He got hot. And I think he was just going to come in and that kind of altered the plan a little bit, but the guys at the back end end up getting it done. I was happy for Syndergaard, man. Another guy who uh, 
I don't know, got humbled by baseball. Like everyone eventually does, but he was throwing a hundred miles per hour. And like now is maxing out at 95, but he gets through the first three. And a lot of people thought that was all he was going to be asked to do, but he got through the first three kind of swimmingly like I mean, after the, the first two hitters. Yeah. Yeah. And Pena's not a hit. If, if Marsh doesn't allow Altuve to go to the third, cause the infield's in, that's just a ground out or, or, or Pena might change his approach. Depending where they are. Yeah. 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 I mean, it wasn't a hard hit ball by Pena. I don't know the exit velo, but it's a grounder. But again, maybe he's only swinging that way because the infield's in, which also adds to my point. But then he gets everyone out. So really, the Altuve double is the only thing that's like a little blemish. And then I I was like, yeah, keep him in. Like, let ride him. And you forget he's not stretched out at all. That's the most pitches he's thrown in since this regular mm-hmm. season, which we're talking like a month now. And I don't know, but he's got a lot. Then you just have so many bullpen decisions, so... If Payne hits a, a double there, I wonder. I wonder if if Noah stays in. If he hits a single, does Noah stay in? If he gets Payne out, how long? How long was his leash? Was a lefty coming in? Who came in after him for Jordan? So it, was, it was it was Brogdon who who he's got kind of a power changeup. Who even though Jordan hits changeups, that's normally righty on lefty. That's that's a good out pitch for you. So he was up and ready to go, and that's. Right, right after he gives up the home run to Altuve, he's he's in. It's not like get hot in a hurry or anything like that. He was so up even and if ready he got paying go. out, you think they might have. So then don't pitch him. I hate that shit. I mean, I yeah. can't stand that. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I I think the one thing we're missing in this whole breakdown is like more love for Jeremy Pena. Oh but yeah, the guy is taking over the playoffs. He's a rookie shortstop who has got quarterback energy. Jack Doyle said that, and I agreed with it. He already won ALCS MVP. Is he going to win World Series MVP? I'm trying to think of like who who's in the in the lead here. But the game he had yesterday was incredible. He was responsible for all of the runs. I mean, he gets the RBI single in the first. He gets the solo homer there um, off Syndergaard in the fourth inning, and then. He's got With the Jose best to be on first base and running. He shoots the hole and gets in the yeah. third base. Like he's got the and, best. And it really looked like he tried to do it. Yeah. He's got the best offensive stats right now on the, on the Astros best, like, you know, slash line, uh, every category he's got eight hits, which leads them two doubles, one Homer, three RBIs. And Tucker's got more in the wild card round homers. to get Jordan up. Those at bats he had. So he's just yeah. been really going all the whole playoffs and or were they, not the wild card. I mean, the division series, sorry, the division series. He has those great at bats. Doesn't there's no award there, but I guess your Don probably would have got it there, but then the ALCS wins the MVP. He's in for me. It's been, the world series. Yeah. MVP. For me right now, I it's between him and Presley for my world series MVP for the Astros. I like that, which is something Dude. they can put on their job resume. Yeah. On LinkedIn. Hmm. Yep. Need to get That's the sponsor of today's show. That'd be cool. Like baseball players have LinkedIn's. Do you ever know that? You can go search that. And it's kind of interesting. They have like, do you have one, Trev? No, I don't. I'm going to get one now. We're, we're going to be players, like active MLB players have them in there. It says like employee of the angels. <laughs> like what? Why do you have this? Smart. Hey, people can reach out to you with business opportunities, right? Yeah. We're, and we're going to be, we're going to be talking a lot about, MLB people looking for jobs soon because we might be a game away from the offseason. Um, and man, even some of the jobs we talked about a lot this year, we still haven't really talked about the Chaz McCormick catch. 
we talked about Houston center field a lot this year. And would they get a guy or do they, it looks like they had the right guy and the right job for them. Uh, so Houston, they've used LinkedIn the right way. That's exactly how they acquired chess. <laughs> LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified people you want and faster post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash talking. That's linkedin.com slash talking post your job for free. Go check out LinkedIn. Um, I, I guess it is Chaz. Um, Man, and that's one of those. So the Castellanos at bat, um, the McCormick catch. This game five was massive. Uh, it's a World Series game. They all are. But if you're Phillies, you win and you got two games to win a ball game and win the World Series. If you're Houston, you're going home with two chances to win at home. Um, that, you know, we were going to have the signature moments from this game. Uh, like this was going to be a huge leg up to winning your team, the world series. And that Chaz McCormick catch, man, um, you know, the way he spells Chaz, I think some people are, are up in arms about that, but how just the inches of baseball real Mudo puts an awesome swing on Presley. Who who's been really tough to square up right center field. He's tracking it leaps at the wall, pretty much full leap. The ball, the glove, and the wall all hit at the same time. That if anything goes slightly different there, and we're talking about a rolling ball in, in the Philly outfield in the ninth inning, and that place is, turns into a zoo, I don't know. I, I don't know. Scoot too. He might have been on third, depending on if the ricochet. You get a hop, who knows? And, man, that catch, it it's starting to feel like – is going to be the catch that we're talking about in postseason history. Like the Mancini play is the play before the play that you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot that happened. And the McCormick catch is the one that's going to live on forever. Can I tell you the most important play of the game, which is not even that Mancini, strike him out, throw him out, Pena's homer, none of that. It was when Presley hit Bryce and put him on first base. I thought that was the to the Astros' advantage. I really did. Like, hmm. okay, you're going after Bryce. He's just too scary up there. And I don't think he has – none of them have good numbers against Presley. They kept showing their numbers. I'm like, oh, geez, this is tough at bat for them. But the longer that a bat goes, the more pitches Bryce sees, the more chances uh, – uh, the better the chance that he, you know, exits the ballpark with one. And then when he hit him, I was like, damn, that was, like, smart. Obviously, he didn't do it on purpose, but, like, that's kind of smart. He didn't care. You have a right you have a right-hander coming up now who I think was like 1 for 14 against you or something like that. And I know Castellanos worked it to 3-2, had a good at bat. But shoot, I'll take my chances with that all day. I know that you're putting the winning run at the plate. I get it, people. I'm not saying go intentionally walk Bryce Harper there, but if you hit him with a slider, it's not the worst thing in the world. And when that happened, I was like, "Damn, we just got deprived of like like a a, a moment type at bat." Like Bryce doesn't have to come through there, but we wanted to see the at-bat finish, not, not him get It was a little there. deflating. And I there was a yeah. moment towards the end of the game where you could, this Phillies crowd, which has been amazing, you could tell like, oh, no, they're a little scared right now. They know what this loss means. 
And but when Bryce him. comes up, you're like, dude, we got Bryce to the plate. It's yeah, one, Segura gets one that hit. Game. Mm-hmm. It would have been nuts, man. By the way, did it. I mean, shoot, I, I didn't know how to feel there because I, I, I wanted to see, you know, we wanted to see like a game seven. We think that the the Phillies to have a chance had to win this game. So I was kind of rooting for the Phillies. But then my boy Presley's out there trying for, I think it was a six out save. And oh, I want a game was, seven as a third party fan. And I I don't think are you a third party fan. Or are you a Pennsylvania baseball fan? Oh, it's just Pennsylvania day. So I had to represent <laughs> Pennsylvania. I have a I have a bug bug dude shirt on underneath this. He's Pennsylvania proud. Uh, I don't think Presley Astros are going to win. That. That's 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 my point. If What's the that? Phillies win this game, the Astros very still probably are favorites for the to win the World Series. Uh, probably fifty fifty, but now it's like 80-20, 90-10. You just, if you're a Phillies fan, you got to be like, Wheeler, we love you so much. Actually, the Nationals did this, right? They, they were did. down 3-2 and went back to Houston. That was that was the series that the road team won every game. So that kind of was going on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're leaning in. If you're a Phillies fan, you, you lean into Wheeler and have a special day at the park. And then game seven, anything happens, a little Ranger magic. But no, I mean, you, I, when I think 90 10 is probably the right number. Like if you're, if we're being honest, like for the Ooh, Phillies to win, 10. for Ouch. the Phillies to win two games to win the World Series in Houston with Framber and then potentially Javier or McCullers to save Javier, you've made the mountain really tough to climb. Really tough to climb. Um, and I, I just want to circle back to Presley before we go fully go to the next one. Um, he comes out for that second inning because he has to. He comes in. He gets Marsh and Schwarbo, uh, those those two bats we've talked about. The bullpen adrenaline stuff that Jerry and Peter have me full drinking the Kool-Aid on. First pitch to Hoskins, he threw a hanger. Middle, middle. That was kind of... And I think that even woke him up. Like, I, I think that was his, like, oh, shoot, <laughs> like, we're we're back at it. I can't do that. Um, and it's it's impossible because, I mean, Reese could follow that ball off and you'd say, oh, got his A swing off. Um, but, man, that's when we're watching these games like this and we're trying to make lifelong World Series memories, the Phils had their opportunities. They did. And they uh, – Houston, whether it's battle tested or just one game of baseball or whatever you want to be, maybe it's not battle tested because it's the goddamn kid we keep talking about at shortstop that cuts away. And I got really mad a minute ago because John Smoltz, before he had his third hit, is talking about how he didn't like Pena's swing. It's like, God damn it, man. This kid might just be winning World Series and MVP in front of our eyes. He just gets his third hit in that at bat. And you're talking about, I don't know, there's a lot of moving parts there. Ah, can't do it, man. He always wants everyone to safety squeeze and bunt. I'm like, dude, it's, it's really hard to bunt. (laughs) Like you were bunting 88 miles an hour. There's a big difference. I mean, that's, that's the truth, dude. It's like when bunting was bunting, like the guys were just throwing sinkers up there. Everyone was practicing bunting. It was easier to bunt because they weren't throwing as hard. They actually like would like lay it in there. So you could bunt because they're like, oh, give me a free (laughs) out. Fine. Yeah, you're now trying guys to get us are like, out. If you well, show you butt, they're going to fucking bow tie you, dude. That's what they teach you to do. They, they teach pitchers go up and in if they square around a bunt because you're going to get someone to pop up. 
That's scary. Yeah. Fuck, man. Anyways, Pena, I want to, before we move on. Yeah. At the beginning of the season, Carlos Correa exits, goes to the Twins. Everyone's like, what the, what are they doing? What's going on here? And there were rumblings. And we don't trust rookies typically. There's very few rookies that were like, okay, you're going to come up and do well. But they kept saying, and I mentioned this to C. Rose, they kept calling this guy a star and a superstar. And I was like, C. Rose, I know how we feel. I don't trust. They're all slapdicks until they ain't. Shout out Blake Snell. But you don't ever hear people say superstar when they're talking about a rookie. And I said, I think this kid might be different because of the way they're talking about him and who is talking about him. It wasn't just like a random faceless, nameless executive, you know, to fucking one of the reporters. It was like the guys on the team were like, this kid's a superstar. And, you know, there have been times when I see someone like Matt Chapman, I'm taking ground balls and I see this dude. I was like, this kid's a superstar. And sometimes their players are just different. They knew what they had, man, which is awesome. Well, and they gave him the the like the bubble wrap of all the studs around him. You don't have yep. to carry the torch, so don't feel the pressure. And then that they allows him perfectly. to carry the torch and be like, "Don't worry, I got it." Like because I know that if I don't, one of you would do. And it's a good environment. He's an winning breeds winning all trend. around him. Hmm? Winning breeds winning. Mm. Yes, in a in an age where we're trying to lose to breed winning, dude. I mean, think about a rookie shortstop being able to saddle up with Jose Altuve every single day. We're gonna go take ground balls together. We're gonna roll them. You're gonna be my guy. I mean, Altuve is a model of what you want in a, a franchise leader. He really is. And now you're gonna have your maybe your next franchise leader learn from him. That's the way it's supposed to go. That's why veteran leadership is important. Yeah. 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 What do you got for game six, Jake? No off day, no travel day. No, there is. There's no game. Today. Like it's today. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, hey, we got you at home. Like, I just, I just liked everyone out. I was like, wait a minute. I thought the uh, rain delay plans took tonight. that away. Now they they just they pushed all of it. It's uh it's wheels up, which hey Zach Wheeler, your FIP king for the past couple couple years. Um, you know, Peter Moylan was given passionate speeches about how he should have had the ball in game one instead of Nola, but I mean that was some arm rest stuff like that. Hey, you get the extra rest uh, with with this off day that we just goofed and gaffed on you guys. Um, but Houston also hit him, uh, in that first game. So we'll see, uh, Framber's out there on the other side. You think that guy's going to care <laughs> about anything? Uh, I mean, he's going to be, he is going to be putting on a gladiator exhibition. Like he is going to be everything on his, he should change gloves every inning. He's going to be literally old school Coliseum, like, oh, strike you out, turn to the crowd and like praise me. <laughs> like, uh, you want more? Another curveball again. Uh, so we'll see what the Phil's have in him. I mean, we, we know with Wheeler and the Phillies, they can win one game. It's just hella daunting, yo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just shoving curveballs down their throat. Can you imagine? It's that nuts. Visual? Just one more. Just one more. Just yeah. one more. Trev, have you seen. Um... 
have you seen? What a dumb way to start what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The Schwarber swing against Presley, where to me it looked like he was sitting curve and swung huge at it, got curve, still missed it. And then last night. Did he pull it foul, that one? No, he he like dropped to a knee. He like oh, tomahawk yeah, yeah. dropped sl- to a knee. Because he, he slowed it down a little bit. <laughs> so but but that looked like he was hunting a curve, got a curve, still missed it. To me. Yeah, I mean he he's good. He's good with that. Schwarber like has good core strength. You know, like he's able to stay centered. So like that first pitch he got, I believe it was the first pitch he pulled foul and he was on. Yeah. Uh, and then that one, it looked like Presley just took a little bit more off. So he's there and just trying to wait a little bit. And he goes down to the knee to even hold him back more. But We've seen a- that a lot. We've seen that with Framber too, where like these guys are like, I know the curve's coming and these curveballs are so good. They still can't hit it, which is wild to me. Usually if you're sitting curve, MLB players can hit them, you know, but the, these guys curveballs are so sharp and tight and Fucking just don't have to manipulate them, dude. They just yeah. like it turns into three different pitches. When when guy has a good feel for that pitch, for the, like a slider or a breaking ball, whatever, uh, they can just manipulate it because they fucking have these cameras. Don't, don't get me started on the tech. Don't get me started on tech. We're not going to learn how to throw a pitch in one bullpen and brought it into the World Series. Found a slider. You like mixing technology in baseball. Play MLB nine innings. It's Jake's favorite game and, and Nikki Cass's favorite game. The uh, yeah, Zoe Zoe downloaded it last night. He is now in the tangled web of the MLB nine innings twenty two crew, as we're calling ourselves. Uh, Nikki Cass and the live chat. It's been funny. I mean, we've been streaming games for three weeks with them. So we got some people that are like balling out in there. They're having a blast. So I, I always say crew last night is a good squad, man. I mean, I, I genuinely the the ice boys were a little nervous because they're no, like, I'm talking about the chat. Oh, you guys are all right. The chat was yes, great. They were OK. Well, yeah. no, that's I was getting there uh, oh, okay. that uh, that they were nervous because, you know, they were following Jerry Blevins, uh, SNY, Trevor Plouffe, uh, the best baseball show in the world, Peter Moylan. Uh, Braves broadcast farm to fame Shea station for those guys as well. And they were like, are people going to receive us well at all? And I was like, you know, have fun, watch the game and you guys are going to be good. And the chat was awesome. And the chat's been awesome, like all postseason. So thanks. Thanks to everyone that's been tuning in and playing MLB nine innings, 22 with us. Game six, not tonight. It's game six. There's no off day. Psych. Who's who's streaming? I don't know if I'm going to be able to come in because I got the birthday party. I want I want to, but I will feel the waters. Yeah, let's go. We'll see. Might have to might have to call Joe's out of the bullpen. We'll see. If it goes game seven, I'm there with bells on. Uh, Literally, it's going to be a sound audio nightmare. Is it going to be Philly, Philadelphia Day or Pennsylvania Day or Pittsburgh Day or not? It could be whatever. I mean, whatever team sends me merch. Okay. Okay. Phillies gave me this shirt. Pirates I'm going to Houston. Going to Houston for the parade, baby. What's uh, the back of the shirt say? It's blank. <laughs> yep. Just a tag. That's yeah, how new it Phillies, is. See? It says Phillies with runners in scoring position. Phillies can oh. personalize. Chick sucks. Oh wow, Trav, that's rude. Yeah.
That's My prediction like was Astros in six, so I'm the smartest guy in the whole world. Astros Bye. in seven. That was the worst jersey reveal ever. I know. I knew it was going to be. Nothing with two tags? <laughs> I knew it was nothing. They send it to me. Nothing. Weird send. Dick shocks.